And we're going to look where the best spot is to get the water. And you can feel it pulling down. I can feel it pulling down. And I'm holding it back with my fingers. If I don't, it'll go right down. Welcome back to Cat's Cast, the bi-weekly podcast featuring history, interviews, arts and culture, sustainability, and the outdoors in the Catskill Mountains and Hudson Valley. This week, we doused for water with lifelong water dowser Bill Getz of Schoharie, New York. He demonstrated his craft at the John Burroughs Woodchuck Lodge in Roxbury. More on Bill and on this age-old practice after this. CatsCast is supported by Dixon Roadside, serving a unique twist on comfort food using fresh ingredients sourced from the bountiful farms and small businesses of the Catskill Mountains and Hudson Valley. Open for takeout with a heated patio and indoor seating in Woodstock, New York. And by the Central Catskills Chamber of Commerce, providing services to businesses, community organizations, and local governments in the Central Catskills region. Follow the Central Catskills Chamber of Commerce on Facebook and sign up for a weekly email of local events at centralcatskills.org. Need water? You have a choice. Find a random spot, drill, and drill some more until you hit water. Or, before committing to that spot for a well, hire a dowser, like Bill Getz, to find the ideal location for clean, clear water with minimal drilling. So, what is dowsing? Bill's website defines it as a technique for bringing information from the intuitive or subconscious senses to the attention of the rational mind with a potential value in every area of human endeavor, research, and activity. Traditionally speaking, that activity is finding water. Bill recounts on his site how one homeowner's 255-foot well produced five gallons per minute of sulfur and clay-infused water, requiring a $7,000 treatment system. When that well failed, Bill doused a site just 25 feet from that original location, leading to a new well just 101 feet deep, yielding clean, clear water at a rate of 20 gallons per minute. Using a forked stick, a pendulum, metal rods, or even a coat hanger, dowsers connect with the earth and tune in to sources of water below the surface. Bill Getz discovered the craft and knew he had a gift for it at a young age. When I was four years old, I was in kindergarten. I was a war baby of World War II. My Parents were building a drive-in restaurant out the country, and they needed to have a, a well put in. My father did not douse, but he was very creative in dreaming and solving problems. But his father, who died in 1941, two years before I was born, was a very good water dowser. And whether or not I inherited any of that is possible. When the dowser came, he had a Y-rod like this. And he walked along and he found a spot where the rod pulled down. I was watching and he had found a well that they dug for 10 feet deep and the water came up to within a foot of the surface. It was almost spring fed. That well is still being used today. 
laid the stick down on the ground when he was negotiating with my father, and I went over and picked it up and tried to imitate what he was doing, and I walked along with it. And when, it's, when it pulled down, oh wow, like that. And he, he comes over and picks it up, and he says, don't be afraid of it. He said, you've got a natural ability to find water. He says, let me show you how. And he spent 20 to 30 minutes with me. Didn't talk to my father, he talked to me. And he said, but you're gonna have to practice this on a regular basis before you try to find a well. Well, we had a local farmer that was coming to our restaurant, hand pumping 10, 55 gallon drums of water a day. And on the third day he came and I said, you know, I might be able to find you water down by your barn. So I went down and I found him a well site. It was 12 feet deep. His son put the well in and it's still in use today. Bill has a gift not only for finding the best site for water, but for determining how deep to drill. He works with homeowners and several trusted drilling companies that have found success through Bill's methods. At first, Bill gets doused for free with a request. Neighbors all of a sudden realized that I was doing this and they'd ask me to come over and douse their site. And I was doing it and saying, look, make a contribution to the fire department or the ambulance squad or somebody. And what I found out is well drillers were wanting to drill where it was easiest for them to drive to. And if the well was down here instead of up here, then they would say, no, we want to drill it right here by the driveway. They didn't want to drive across the lawn and have to dig a 50, 60 foot trench. And I asked the people what happened. Did they ever make a contribution? No, we never did that. And what about the well? Well, they drilled 400 feet. I said, well, I predicted 85 for you. And I said, the site's still over there if you ever want to re-drill, but this time it's going to cost you. And after I had joined the American Society of Dowsers, I found out that most of the dowsers charged some sort of a fee because they were putting in anywhere from, from one to four hours worth of their time to go do it. These days, Bill charges $330 to douse a site, plus travel time. He'll travel up to an hour from Schoharie, but can recommend other dowsers if you're out of his range. For every job I've given away to four other dowsers, that I get two more phone calls coming in that they want me to do the job. You know, I'm 78, I want to enjoy my life entirely. I, don't, I didn't do it to be working full time in retirement. Originally, dowsers used to walk back and forth across the property, and they'd hold the stick and look for water veins, and every time it pulled down, they'd mark where that was, then move about 10 feet away and do it again and do it again until they covered the whole property. And then they'd check and see where the marks were and which way the water veins were flowing and where they gathered together. Well, there was an easier way to do it. Instead of spending two to three hours walking the fields and then trying to figure out and analyze what every vein was. And if you're just looking for water with a dowsing rod, 
you'll find dew, you'll find water that's not drinkable water, you'll find water that can't be drilled, you'll find all sorts of water that don't mean what you really came to do. What I do is I set up a program, a search program, of where is the best place to drill to get the greatest amount of good tasting, clear, potable water that'll meet the homeowner's needs and not interfere with somebody else's water supply. The search program is a metaphor. Bill asks the rods, the earth, his intuition maybe, to guide the rods to the best spot for clean, drinkable water. And you scan the property across like this, but I just ask, you know, where's the best place to get the greatest amount of good taste and clear potable water? And the rod turns and stops. So I'll put two flags in here and line, it, line them up with the L rod and make sure exactly where they go. Then I'd move down on the lawn and ask the question again and scan it across. And I get a spot that lines up with the, the big tree that's over on the wall over there. I'll do that from a third site and where the three lines all come together, that's where the well spot is to drill. And from there, I'll ask other questions. How many water veins will feed this well? One, two, and I get a two. And I'll ask how deep is it to the first vein? How thick is that vein? How deep to the second vein? And so on. And I also ask, how deep does a well need to be drilled in order to get an adequate water supply? Because you have to set the pump 10 feet below the bottom vein and at least 10 feet above the bottom of the well. So you've got to add on at least 20 feet off the bottom thickness of the water vein. Then you ask, how deep do you need to drill the well to have a good reserve depth for the family? And it might tell me that the water is at 16 feet on the first, it might be 40 feet on the second, uh, but it might say that in order to have an adequate supply, you need to go down 138 feet. How does it signal that? You ask and you count. And when you, when you hit the number, uh, like the one I did the other day, I know that the, the water came in at 45, the thickness I counted and at 63 is when it crossed. I asked for the reserve depth and how much below 83 feet. And I went 90, 100, 110, 120, 130, 135, 36, 37, 38. And when it comes to your positive answer, it begins to pull down. And no matter how much you try to hold it, it wants to pull harder. Asking specific yes or no questions and getting a response hints at some kind of a psychic conversation with the earth. It's the kind of response some get from a Ouija board. Answers coming maybe not from the board itself, but from metaphysical energy between the players and the answers they earnestly seek. Dowsing with a stick, a yes response pulls the stick down, sometimes forcefully. With metal rods, a yes response pulls the rods together. There are many theories out there that many dowsers use. Some of them get really weird. I just think it's 
the energy from my thoughts connected with the feeling I have towards nature. I like to go to a spot and spend 10 or 15 minutes just feeling close to the land before I begin to doze. To see more about Bill, his tools of the trade, and a long list of testimonials, check out getsgoodwater.com. That's gets with a Z. For more on the Wild Saturdays speakers series at Woodchuck Lodge, go to jbwoodchucklodge.org. Cat's Cast is a production of Silver Hollow Audio. Please be sure to subscribe wherever podcasts are found for free and automatic delivery every two weeks. Until next time, you can find us on Instagram at CatsCast. Thanks again to our local sponsors, Dixon Roadside and the Central Catskills Chamber of Commerce. And to you, our listeners, for your contributions to the show. If you'd like to contribute, just click support at catscast.com. Until next time, I'm Brett Barry. Thanks for listening. Thank mm-hmm. you.